Well, would you look at that, folks? It's episode five of the Millennial Manchild podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. Happy to be here. I hope life has been treating you well since we last chatted. I know it's been going uh, pretty good for me. Had a few ups and downs the past week, which I'll get into later. But, you know, that's just life, right? That's just life. But for the most part, pretty good. I have to say, I've been back on the stand-up grind. That feels good. Uh, I, I just feel like when I'm doing that, I'm happier. I know I'm doing what I should be trying to do and what I want to do. I'm really, you know, trying to continue to focus on that. I need to continue to write more and work. But, yeah, that's the goal between the podcast and stand-up. I'm really, really having fun with these two things, with my, um, with creating, basically. With trying to create content that hopefully people will enjoy someday. So, having fun with that. And I have to say, this past week, um... I think I made the decision that I'm going to be trying to go all in with this. I don't even know what that means. I really don't. Um, I'm going to try and, you know, really put everything I have into stand-up and this podcast. It might be delusional. It'll probably not work out. Who knows? I'm already broke, so whatever. Who cares? I can't lose any more money, really. But, um, yeah, I've come to the realization that I'm really enjoying this. I don't know if you've... You all are enjoying it as much as I am, but that's okay. I'm having fun with it, and it's what I want to do. So the only way to get better at it is to continue to do it, whether it's stand-up or podcasting. So, yeah, I've decided I'm going all in. Um, I'm going to be considering maybe like getting a little part-time job. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be like a waiter or a bartender or what, but it's just going to be something simple. And my main focus from here on out until... I just epically fail or I can no longer, you know, chase the dream of being a stand-up comedian or, you know, having my own podcast or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to be doing this. That's my, that's, that's the decision I kind of came up with this past week. Kind of decided that um, I'm not fucking around anymore. I mean business. I want to, even though I don't know what I'm doing, even though I'm at the infantile stages of all of this, I've decided that I, I, it's what I want to do. It's what I have to do. If I want to be the best me, if I want to live my happiest life, I'm going to have to try this. And if I fail, I fail. That's fine. Um, as I said in another episode of the podcast, I've already gotten laid off from a job I didn't like. I've already kind of, you know, quote unquote, failed at that job, so to say. So why not just try something and go all in and fail on something that I really want to do? Um... And it's scary because, like, I don't know how I'm going to make any money. Really, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm very nervous about it. But I feel like it's what has to happen. It's what needs to happen. So, so yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it works. You know, we'll see. I'm excited to see where it takes me. I'm excited to see how this podcast grows, how the stand-up continues to grow. Uh, you know, it's all a very exciting time for me because... I'm just deciding to take a chance. I'm trying to take a risk and I'm really going to invest in myself, I guess. Because my goal here with this podcast, with everything, um, I want to be my own boss. I don't like being told what to do. I don't want somebody else getting rich off of me. You know? I want to be the one who is in control of my life more. I want to be the one who... 
uh, is making the decisions. And when I'm working at a big corporation like LPL or whatever have you, I'm not in control. I'm not making the decisions often. And that shows by getting laid off. You know, you, you get laid off and they just see you as a number. And I don't want to be seen as a number. I'm, uh, I, I don't like that. Um, it bothers me just, you know, to be able to just kind of, not that the people I worked with didn't like me, but just to be able to kind of be tossed to the side like that so easily. So yeah, I, and if I am funny and if I can create and do something, then it's all on me. Literally, I am the one who decides whether or not I succeed. You know, not necessarily, obviously I need to get lucky. I need to get, somebody needs to give me a chance or whatever, but it comes down if I'm working hard, if I'm doing what I should be doing, then, and and if I'm working harder than everyone else, then I should rise to the top. That's just how it works, right? Unless, you know, crazy talented people always will be there, but yeah. Sorry, I've been kind of rambly, but I, I've uh, just kind of had that realization this past week, you know, and it's it's a little scary we'll see uh i'm gonna have to find a little part-time job something keep keep a little food on the table and paying rent but i do not want to work a full-time corporate gig anymore not for now i have to try this i'm gonna really focus on this for the next year learn how to edit learn how to uh create really just uh you know maybe get into some some youtube type stuff eventually uh that's the plan so I'm excited to start sharing that stuff with you guys eventually. It's going to be a little while. I'm going to probably pull out some of the money in my investments and invest in myself, I've decided. Like I said, I'm going to maybe buy a camera so I can start recording these and posting them on YouTube, whatever. Uh, uh, that's the plan. I, I've got a, it's, I'm excited by it. I really am. I, I'm, I'm nervous because it's so uncertain. I don't know what the future is going to bring, but you only live once, right? You only get one shot at this shit. So I'm just being real with you. And that's what I've decided this past week. Um, it was a great week for me. And I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be good. Hopefully it works out. We'll see. Anyways, sorry for rambling. Sorry for, you know, beating you up with that. But I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm decided to take this risk. I'm decided to go all in and hopefully you guys will follow me along the way or join join me on the journey. Who knows? I don't know what to expect. But yeah, um, anyways, today's episode is about meditation. I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast before. And I just figured why not go into a little more detail about it. So that's what this is about. And I hope you enjoy it. Maybe get a little something from it that will uh, spark you or inspire you to start meditating and bring that tool into your life. But yeah, uh, enjoy. I was gifted new eyes to see all of the shifting shape and ways you can be. Wake the dreams into realities. Wake the dreams into realities. Sunset diamonds trickle down our cheeks. The language of no words is how we speak. Part your mama spinning firelight and little bear singing by the fireside. Out of the city we threw in on our nest. 
check that starts whistling up on your neck. Moonlit diamonds sparkle in my mouth. Feels like hunger and it tastes like salt. Feels like hunger and it tastes like salt. So tap me out and tap me into you. Heal my brain and my body too. Balance my chemistry. Hydrate these cells, cause the body talks and meditation helps. The body talks and meditation helps. So, as I mentioned earlier, meditation is today's topic. I have been meditating now for about a little over two years, maybe. And it's had an enormous impact on my life. I would say, and I'll get into it more in detail a little bit as it goes on, but just lowered stress, lowered anxiety, increased happiness, less reactive, all that stuff, you know, great benefits. But before I got into meditation, I must say I had some negative connotations of it. I don't know if I thought that it was just like some weird woo-woo hippie bullshit or if it was some like crazy new like religion or something almost or whatever. I just kind of was like, eh, I don't know if that's for me. I don't want to get into some like weird spiritual world or, you know, some of the people that I see talking about meditation out here often could seem kind of douchey, I guess. Almost seem like they were better than you because they meditated. Like they were on some like higher plane of existence because I meditate, bro. I'm so calm and my life is so good. I'm just able to, you know, go with the flow and I got my chakras up, you know, whatever. All kinds of crazy bullshit, you know. People start talking about weird stuff and it really can, for me, it can be a turn off. So I was very reluctant to get into it, but the more you start learning about it, the more I did research about it, I learned that it was real. It has benefits, real practical, like science proven benefits, right? So, and what's also crazy about it is sure, meditation doesn't mean you're going to be successful, but it is a hugely, hugely common factor in successful people. I mean, Joe Rogan, Oprah, Tim Ferriss, um, like, Steven Tyler, like all the, Steve Jobs, like all these people meditate. They take time out of their day to calm their mind, to focus on themselves or look inward a little bit and really just allow themselves to breathe. And I think you'd be surprised how often we don't let ourselves breathe. We, like we get, we don't even realize we're doing it. We don't even realize we're like kind of holding our breath and like taking these really short shallow breaths that aren't getting enough oxygen to us and are causing us to get flustered and it's just funny you know because that's just how society is we are so go 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 so fast-paced so much information just a bombardment constantly with social media and news so it's easy to get caught up and get lost in thought and not really be paying attention to how your own mind works and that's one of the things that's so great about meditation is you just sit still and observe your mind. You are able to learn more about yourself, basically. 
I know for me, sitting still and observing my mind has had huge effects, like I said. I'll, and I'll go into them here, you know, because meditation now is a tool I try to use almost every day. It's something that I can bring with me anywhere. If I'm in an airport, if I'm at a park, or I'm about to go before I go up on stage and stand up. I like to sit there and just breathe. I try to calm myself because with anything, it's easy to get nervous or anxious or stressed before, like for me, I'll just use my example of going on stage with stand-up. I, the first few times before I got on stage, I would feel physically ill, like to my stomach, like I was going to puke. I had never, I'd given speeches before, I had, um, you know, in public, I've taken public speaking classes, blah, blah, blah. I've had to get up in front of the fraternity back in college and say why I wanted to be a philanthropy chair, whatever. Like, I've done this stuff before. But it's different when you're going on stage and trying to stand up, or at least it was for me. I remember feeling physically sick to my stomach, like I was going to just blow chunks everywhere. But what did I do? I was able to meditate. I was able to calm my nerves, gain some perspective, realize I had done something similar before. And when you can gain that perspective and calm the mind, sure, the body doesn't always come with it as quickly, but it will. And you're just able to focus better. And really, for me, I, I had like, you know, everyone's had some shitty things happen to them. And when you think about it, going on stage and telling a few jokes, not that devastating. Even if it goes bad, you're still going to be there afterwards, right? So it's easy to get lost in thought, get caught in a stream of consciousness that takes you down this really anxious and stressed path, right? So meditation has helped me be more aware of that. It helps me understand how my brain works to avoid those pitfalls. Uh, two of the big things that really had a, a negative effect on me prior to meditation and still do occasionally, but I'm more quick to recognize them now, as I mentioned, was and I think I talked about this briefly last time, was like the story time in my head. Um, I, I, before meditating, or before I started meditating, um, I was, I think we all do this to a certain extent, I don't know, but I would get caught up just telling these elaborate, crazy stories or assuming that people didn't like me or assuming that... I wasn't doing my best or all these like just, you know, it could be anything, you know, people, people just get caught up in their own bullshit, their own petty bullshit. And I was definitely um, prone to that because, and whether it's the story time or negative self-talk, those are the two. Um, like, I don't know why I would allow myself to talk so negative about me in my own head because I wouldn't let anyone else treat me that way if they said that to my face. So why would I put up with it? And it wasn't that I was putting up with it. It was just that it was how I was operating. It's the plane that I was operating on because my brain was just caught up in that bullshit. It's where it had been for so long. And I didn't even realize it. But I started meditating. I was able to recognize these patterns and pitfalls quicker. And pull myself out of them. Because one thing about meditation is you learn to let go. 
you learn to just watch the thoughts go by because you are not your thoughts. No one is their thoughts. No one even knows where your thoughts come from. Go looking for your thoughts. I'll wait. You're not going to find anything. You're not going to find like, oh, is there a little, little something there deep in my brain? That's where they come from? Nobody knows. They just boop, pop out of nowhere. So that's why it's important to remember that you aren't your thoughts. Don't, don't connect to them. Sure, you can have good thoughts and, you know, when you act on a thought or choose to do something, yeah, that, that's, that's when you're taking action. That's when you're becoming something. But these like random little crazy thoughts that everybody has, you don't have to attach to them. You don't have to be taken, taken away by them. And that's, and that's what meditation helps do, you know, because if you're, if you're suffering or if you're really anxious or stressed or whatever, you're probably thinking you're probably not in the moment because if you're in the moment, how can you really be stressed or anxious unless like somebody is holding you at gunpoint or you are at the bank and they're like, Hey, we're foreclosing on your house. Yeah. yeah okay. I get it. You're, you're stressed. Sure, you should be. That's that would be that's a lot that's different. But if you're sitting on your couch watching Sports Center and you're feeling stressed and anxious and you're thinking about this and that or what you did something you did in third grade twenty years ago, who knows? It's like you're probably suffering because you're thinking. You're not experiencing the present moment. And if you're experiencing the present moment, it's really hard to have a lot of these negative emotions. And sure sometimes while you're meditating these emotions will rise. Uh, like sadness or loneliness or whatever and you don't want to push them away you just want to say oh okay oh i recognize that yeah i've seen that before and you know learn how your brain operates and and it's so important because you just gain a lot of learning about yourself in this way i have anyways um there's oh there's one little story like i wanted to tell you because it, it, it has to do with like you know more clarity and your goals and just like the mental freedom that um, comes with meditating. You know, you're not like a slave to the same thoughts and tendencies anymore. And this one little story, it's like a parable, I think, or something. But it's about two monks who were traveling on a spiritual journey to like this next temple, right? And it was a very long like journey, but they're following this river and they weren't supposed to stop for anybody. They weren't supposed to stop for anything. They were just supposed to go their temple to the next so they could go and continue their spiritual journey whatever but along the way one of the the first of the two monks uh caesar's this poor lady that, that really needs help across this river and even though they're not supposed to stop he decides to stop and help her across the river doesn't take very long but he he does it real quick takes her over drops her off comes back and as you would expect the two monks continue on their journey but probably four hours later, whatever, the second monk looks to the first monk and says, hey, why did you carry her across the river? You know we weren't supposed to stop for anyone or stop for anything. Why did you do that? And the first monk responds, yes, I may have carried her across the river and stopped, as you said, but... You have been carrying her this entire time. And he's just saying like how that guy had been carrying her in his head the entire time, not allowing himself to have that mental freedom. 
and meditation really helps bring that to the forefront for me anyways, because I'm able to let thoughts go, let them rolled off into the stream of whatever, you know, instead of getting caught up in that torrent of consciousness and just kind of losing my mind almost, just being lost in thought. It's too much. It's often just way too much. So, and you know, what I should say is like when you're first starting out, it's going to be a struggle. I, I know sitting there for 10 minutes and just, you know, legs crossed, just chilling. It sounds like something that's going to be pretty easy to do, but it's kind of, it's kind of difficult, especially with today's world as, you know, just a constant bombardment with news, information, social media. Our brain has like never been more go, 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 I could imagine in any time in history. So not only is it probably more important than ever to calm our minds and learn more about ourselves instead of being so reactive and uh, you know, caught up in the bullshit, but that's okay. Don't be too judgmental. Don't beat yourself up about this. As, as I said, it's, this is a marathon, not a sprint. This is something that you want to practice throughout your life and bring with you for the long term, not something that is a short term fix to your problems. And it's not going to fix all of your problems. It might even highlight some of them more so at first because you're going to be constantly thinking about a few things probably when you're sitting down because you're going to have that quiet time and you're just going to be there like looking at the back of your eye eyelids and you know all of your stresses and anxieties will pop up maybe at first and that's okay. And, and, it, and that's what makes it hard though because you're going to be like, oh, I can't do this. You're going to beat yourself up about not being good at it. I mean, it probably took me two to three months before I got two to three minutes of the 10 to be really focused on the breath, really doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? So so don't beat yourself up. I mean, it's, it's, it is a little difficult. I guess I'll get into how I'd meditate real quick before I hit you with some resources and stuff. Uh, for me, I like to meditate right after my shower because I'm nice and awake. Because, yes, I have, you know, fallen asleep while meditating before, which is not necessarily the most helpful way to meditate. But so just, you know, for me, that's the best way to do it. Uh, I like to, you know, sit on my bed, little pillow behind my back, and I cross my legs and I just sit there for 10 minutes focusing on the breath. And that's what meditation really is. I'm not sure if I mentioned that exactly, but meditation is focusing on the breath coming back to the breath sure while you're sitting there even for me to this day of course thoughts pop into my head i sometimes latch on and go for a little ride or sometimes i just let them slide right by but you have to be um aware that meditation is the process of going from thought back to focusing on the breath it's just that simple you just in in that little bit right there is training your brain to be more more aware of what's going on inside of it because you're able to focus on the breath instead of just getting lost in thought and going down some crazy path, right? Uh, and I do wanted to, I, I guess I wanted to share here with you real quick now that I kind of, you know, that's that's how I do it. That's That's really what meditation is. But there's a ton of awesome resources out there that I think you should uh, look into. Um, one thing I'm going to read here real quick is Sam Harrison's, uh, Sam Harris, 
his uh, meditation instructions because this is where I got my my instructions from and this is what I use. I, I kind of mentioned it just a second ago, but I'm going to give you the, the full thing here real quick because he has like an eight-step process or nine. Uh, one, sit comfortably with your spine erect, either in a chair or cross-legged on a cushion. Close or Step two, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and feel the points of contact between your body and the chair or floor. Notice the sensations associated with sitting, feelings of pressure, warmth, tingling, vibration, etc. Step three, gradually become aware of the process of breathing. Pay attention to whether you feel the breath most clearly, to wherever you feel the breath most clearly, either at your nostrils or in the rising or falling of your chest. Step four, allow your attention to rest in the mere sensation of breathing. There is no need to control your breath. Just let it come and go naturally. Step five, every time your mind wanders in thought, gently return it to the sensation of breathing. Step six, as you focus on the breath, you will notice that other perceptions and sensations continue to appear. Sounds, feelings in the body, emotions, etc. Simply notice these phenomena as they emerge in the field of awareness and then return to the sensation of breathing. The moment you observe that you have been lost in thought, notice the present thought itself as an object of consciousness. Then return your attention to the breath or to whatever sounds or sensations arise in the next moment. Continue this way until you merely witness all of the objects of cons consciousness, sights, sounds, sensations, emotions, and even thoughts themselves as they arise and pass away. That's, that's pretty much the gist of it. It's very, you know, it's, it does sound simple, but it is hard and it will take some practice. It's something that, um, is worth practicing though. I do have a few other resources besides that little guide right there. You should check out, if you want podcasts to check out, check out Sam Harris's waking up podcast episodes 63, 15 and four. Those are great for learning more about meditation. This is just for if you want more than my little spiel I gave you here, of course. Um, another great podcast, the Aubrey Marcus podcast. He also has a great, uh, Sam Harris and Aubrey Marcus also have great guided meditations uh, that you can use. So if you want to have a little help or have somebody in your ear to kind of uh, remind you or help guide you while you meditate, those two have great um great tools on their websites for that. Uh, but the Aubrey Marcus podcast is number 78 uh, and it's about meditation and going for your one. Definitely check that out. But, but yeah, that's pretty much it for meditation. As far as I, um, can think of right now, uh, please feel free to reach out with me. If you have any questions, I would be happy to help. Um, I'm obviously not an expert, but it has had a great, a profound effect on me. And I think it will on you if you're willing to give it a try. So uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed that episode. Oh, can't know that we feel.
about meditation um real quick one thing i didn't hit on uh, as much as i would have liked to in the meat of it but there is legit science and legit studies that have been done about meditation you know reducing anxiety and stress uh increasing happiness improving cognitive function you know how the brain works improving and creating new uh, new neurological pathways all of that stuff um so it's not just, you know, some woo-woo BS, as I said, I thought it might have been, or it's not just some whatever, like there's actual science being done and proven that uh, meditation has great benefits and um, can improve your life, basically. So if you want to know more about that, like I said, check out those podcasts I mentioned or go do a little research on your own. It can never hurt. It's always uh, fun to learn, so don't be afraid of that either. What else? Oh, the first review, everyone. I got my first five-star review on iTunes. That is amazing. I don't know if I have uh, mentioned that yet, but uh, if you want to subscribe, rate, that's awesome. I, somebody somebody did it. Super pumped by that. That's uh, That was really cool to see. It, it was a, a short review just about, you know, how something like, Oh, it doesn't matter. You guys can go look it up if you want yourself. But I was very, <laughs> I was very um, thrilled to see that and very pleased. So yeah, if you like that, or if you like liking the podcast, please rate it, subscribe to it, share it with your friends, whatever. And if not, that's cool too. I I don't really want to sound like a needy guy who's just like, oh, please share my podcast or do this or do that. Like, if you like it, you like it. I'm just happy that people are listening to it and enjoying it and connecting to it on some level so that's fun for me but it was really i was very uh tickled by the that five-star review so thank you for that um what else what else oh i guess we'll get into the the weekly challenge um and i have to say i'm pretty fucking proud of myself i crushed it uh the running finished or the running and exercising I finished that up last night. I didn't even have to run today if I didn't want to. I, I had my five in. I could have got six in, you know, before. So that was fun. I'm, I'm very happy about that. I've also, since I've started running again and started exercising again, I've lost 10 pounds. And sure, being sober definitely played a part in some of the weight loss this past week for sure because my appetite has gone down, you know. There's a weird correlation between being really hungry and eating shit food when you're high. I don't hmm, what's that? Oh, the munchies. Yeah, the munchies were uh this they were gone this week. They were not a factor. So that was cool. Um so excited by that. The the being sober, it was uh it had its ups and downs. Um during the day, not really a problem. I don't really and I didn't really miss booze that much. That one's never been a that's not really my my vice, if you will. I've always been a little bit of a a pothead, I guess. Um, so it didn't really bother me during the day, but at night I would definitely find myself like kind of itching, like a little restless, almost like, ugh, I'm bored. I'm like, I'm on, I got all my shit done. Like I should be able to do this. Like, you know, I started justifying it and making excuses in my head, but 
uh, it was good to be sober. I think the roughest day I had was like Friday. I was just like in a mood. I just didn't sleep well. I think that was the first night I had dreams in like five or six years, which is embarrassing, but I forgot how fucking crazy dreams can be. Um, yeah, they were wild. I, I can't really remember them. I couldn't describe them to you really. I think I might start trying to keep a dream journal since I'm actually remembering my dreams now. Um, one thing, if you don't know, um, smoking weed prevents you from really having or remembering your dreams. So I think it's prevents you from having them uh, actually, but, but yeah, I, I'm having dreams again and they're gnarly as fuck. So <laughs> I might try and keep a little dream journal, see what that's like, but I'm enjoying this being sober. Actually, I thought it was going to be more of a challenge than it was, but you know, Friday night I went and did stand up, didn't have any drink, didn't have any smoke. Actually went out with friends after that, went to the bar. Didn't even know you could go to the bar and not drink. You know, you learn something new every every day. So I had a blast, actually. You know, you, sometimes you think, oh, drunk people are too loud and annoying and it's going to be obnoxious if I'm not drunk, too. It was kind of funny. I had a great time. Had some good conversations. Um, and I enjoyed it. So that was big for me, learning that I can just not fucking have a drink and go have fun. Like, that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited by that. So... I've decided I'm going to do all of December sober, plain and simple. That's the goal. Just do a whole month, see what it's about. And it's really to help me, not only am I kind of broke and don't need to be spending money on that shit anyways, but uh, I'm not fucking around anymore. I want to focus. I want to eliminate distractions and, and start attacking, start going for my win, start going for my goals. And I'm going to, as I mentioned, I'm going to be focusing pretty much 100% on the stand up and on this. So yeah, I'm excited and I'm nervous, but it's going to be fun. Uh, what else? Oh, so that's pretty much it for that. I might have one day a break in there because I have a buddy who's being deployed to the, you know, somewhere. He's in the Marines and he's getting deployed on the 15th of December. And we're going to try and hang out before then. And if he comes into, you know, we're going to, I'm going to celebrate, right? I'm not going to not drink or hang out with him. So I'm going to, I might break it there. But other than that, planning on the whole month of December sober. So wish me luck with that. Uh, the new weekly challenge, keeping on the topic of meditation, I'm going to double my time this week. I'm going to try and meditate every day. I already did it this morning. I went for 20 minutes instead of 10. And I'm going to do that for the rest of the week and see if it has any different effects on me. See if it changes how I feel. See if it is I'm seeing any more effects like or if there's like a plateau or whatever. It's just a, you know, a little experiment for me. So that's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. Lastly here, two things to check out this week. I watched some amazing movies. One of them I had never seen. And I, I don't know how I slept on it or how I missed it. But uh, there's this movie called Big Fish. It's a, it's a phenomenal movie. Definitely check it out. It's, uh, I think Tim Burton's the director. And it's just one of those really fun, funny, like, unique and creative movies it's so so much fun to watch and it's it's really has some really interesting storytelling and just it's very fun so if you have amazon prime check that out these actually both these movies are on amazon prime so you can just watch them with the that if you have that subscription the other movie is pan's labyrinth it's a little more heavy has a intense story but it's also kind of mystical and magical as well very fun. It does have subtitles, so you will have to read. I know that's probably going to be a bummer for some of you, but it is an amazing movie. Don't sleep on it. You should check them both out. I'm telling you, you will enjoy them. But yeah, uh, that's it. That's all I got for you, folks. I 
you know, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm having fun with this. I hope you're getting a little something out of it too. But uh, have a great week. Um, like, subscribe, rate, whatever if you want to. If not, as I said, that's cool too. I don't want to be the needy one. But thank you. And man child, out. I stop when I'm too far gone to get back where I came from. I was searching for some answers at a bar with some dancers that I find out there really ain't none. At the bottom of my glass is just empty as my last encounter with my friends and my loved ones. All my exes ain't my good cause when I'm violent caught them up, they know that I just want to fuck some. I apologize for what I don't know. Too many times I did it in the shows. I feel it in my soul. There's a burning in my stomach and it's churning and it's slow and it grows every time I if you eye, I was hoping you could roll. If you feed it for a drink, let me pull. If you rhyme, maybe we could go before they close to the living stone.